0: Welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every single week and discuss the important things in life, like how people always ask where the legs would be, like if a do- dog wore jeans, but they never ask where the pockets would be. Uh, but this week we have mm. with us Alfred <laughs> like the little hums in <laughs> the background. Like, mm. It's a thinker for sure, Aziz. <laughs> My mind just <is> expanded. <laughs> We're here. We're here for you. We're here to let people know. Oh God! Uh, but yeah, this week dog we have with us—it's uh, <laughs> like that aliens dog guy, pockets. dog pockets. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we have with us this week Alfred Clark, also known as Penny Blue. Hello. We've got Emily Kiklinski, also known as the punny Emily. Hello. Uh, we also have a new arrival on the show, Owen Piper.
1: Greetings! It it me. Hello. <laughs> it
0: it me it. Chaboy, boy
1: it's me
2: uh,
0: <laughs> and we have me as your host is my hutton also known as a teacup gamer um but this week guys we are talking about subverting tropes and stereotypes in the beautiful beautiful fantasy world you're creating um so yeah as we as we all for it i'm hoping we all know there's like a real big backlog of like fantasy things to draw ideas from if you don't know that then like Maybe this show isn't for you. You've got a lot of <laughs> other things to do before you come here. Um, but yeah, so it's, the even though there's, like, a lot of things out there, there's a lot of media to draw from, and, like, a lot of variations, it's, it's kind of, like, a well established fact that there's far, le- it's far less likely you're going to have a world full of, like, really dumb, smash-happy elves, or a tribes of really beautiful, graceful, snooty orcs. It's, because fantasy tropes um but yeah so we're talking a little bit about uh subverting some of those stereotypes that we normally we normally see in in uh fantasy crap <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah so uh, i think first we'll go over um some things that you do in your own world uh for each of us that uh you think are subverting like the norm um as that, like normally normally at times like this we, we roll the d4 to see who goes first but we've got a new person so we throw oh, them up the bus first oh, <laughs> so oh Jesus okay the rest of us can think and we look better in comparison Oh <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so Owen uh do you do any kind of like uh subversive different kind of things in your world
1: I don't even know if this covers it as subversive it's a thing I do because <laughs> it's it's more of a balance thing than anything else I okay. hate bards I'm just throwing that out there like <laughs> I don't, I don't really have a thing against bards, but I just. They, 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 they are annoying. you
0: do! <laughs> it, it's heavy, right. heavy do!
1: <laughs> right, it's only because of personal experience. In like one of the games I run, there was this one player who was a bard, and it was me. I, I didn't say it was a game I run, it was a game I was in, and I was a bard. And it, I just made life incredibly difficult because I just didn't want to do anything. I was just too busy trying to run away and join the circus, I think, was my backstory. It was a strange game. There were about 13 players. Um,
0: That's too many players,
1: first <laughs> off. There were three DMs and 13 players. It was...
0: <laughs> I don't even know how
1: that game worked.
0: Wait, no, I think we're doing... Okay, we're doing a different podcast now. The podcast is What <laughs> the <laughs> Fuck Are You Talking About?
1: What? So I was in I was in a role-playing <laughs> society at uni, and um, a guy said, oh, I'm going to run like an introductory 3.5 game. Um, and I was like, Oh, I haven't played before. I've like this was like when I just when I was starting to get into it. And then about about seventeen people signed up and he only had the heart to cut about five of them. Jesus
3: <laughs> Seven. <That's true>. but <laughs>
0: Wait, when you say there were 3Ms, were there, 3D, 3M, were there 3DMs three were working at the same time? Oh no,
1: so there was one DM and oh, then hey, there was hey, two Jesus. sort of assistants. It was... Oh,
0: no. Wait, no, that's still mental. <laughs> it was some crazy oh, kind of like
1: hot-swapping all over the... It was great. Oh uh, my god. But because of that, I kind of have a deep-seated hatred for Bards because I know I slowed <laughs> the game down a lot. So what I've kind of done in a lot of my <laughs> games before was... <laughs> um, Bards don't really exist in my settings anymore
3: okay uh, no 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 I... so you that, okay so you bar bards from your bars is hey, that what you do oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> Give it, if you think
0: that's bad that wasn't even a pun that was it's just, just some words oh no uh,
3: that was just alliteration no, um... for you <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: um no like bards bard, bard, bards are not barred from bars because bards still exist Okay. but not capital B player-class bards. Okay. Like, I've kind of relegated all that to very lost, arcane knowledge um, <laughs> that you can tap in. You could still... If a player wants to play a bard, they can. I'm going to make it hard for them because <laughs> I ain't dealing with that shit. Uh, but it's not... like I uh, Recently, I started a podcast, uh, a D&D mm-hmm. actual play podcast, which I'm going to plug at the end. Um, yeah. And that's kind of where I've really kind of gone quite hard in on this because I'm incorporating it to story elements, just like, you know, ancient inspiration as a resource is kind okay. of what i've dubbed it i don't know if it's making any fucking sense at all no, <laughs> oh no cool. i get you it
2: reminds sorry it reminds me kind of um talking elves how elves had like all of these abilities of creating things through song and all of that yeah. background which is then lost oh, when yeah. you actually get to the lord of the rings
1: i was basing it kind of a little bit i was drawing from the two worst things like well, one of the worst things ever with a video game Undertale, like as determination, as like an indeta- intangible resource that you can spend and use. I'm still working it out. It's still kind of a, 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 a health rule, but I'm kind of trying to force into fifth. But that's, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of what I'm doing is like as an expendable sort of resource. And just something as simple as that, like taking out one of these established classes, I think opens mm-hmm. up a lot more narrative opportunities that you didn't have before. Okay. that's all i got that's my that's my
0: <laughs> See, my favorite thing so far is our first thing is like well i took this away because i hate bars i hate bars because i suck
1: basically <laughs> I <a> yeah <laughs> i never said i wasn't a hypocrite i need to make this incredibly clear
0: <laughs> it's like i was a trash boy with it so like i can was. only assume other people <laughs> still am thank you <laughs> i thank you very much um I, I mean, that's I... excellent
2: I definitely understand doing that. I I basically remove um the great old ones from my from classic D and D because oh. I just can't really, I just can't deal with the the way that they kind of exist in D and D. I don't know.
0: Is that like yeah, great old ones? Is in like the um one of the things that the warlocks can
2: do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cthulhu, okay. except like, not oh, Cthulhu, right, like a
0: proper Cthulhu, fantasy <laughs> Cthulhu, like, yeah. Fantasy Cthulhu, yeah. Like, fantasy yeah. Cthulhu. Oh, like, yeah.
2: Or like yeah like I, I like generally i like with them i just feel I, I i like them better as the like the stupid fantasy thing of like it's just a big squid from outer space uh and sometimes <laughs> you have to fight the big squid um because the that's a lot more squid. and because i really like the like crazy existential horror that lovecraft writes um but i think it's better in like different through different things rather than there being some big thing in the sky somewhere <laughs>
0: I... we've already got people in chat doing a hashtag of save the bards
1: um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> bards are you started an too. uprising
0: Shit. bards are people too I never um, said bards but...
1: weren't people need to make this clear <laughs>
0: <laughs> they still have rights but we just murder them a lot because mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> Ah uh, so excellent. Oh my god. Um well the rest of us have been on a million times. So we get to we get to live it to the hand of fate to see when we go. Um roll that D4. Yeah. That's nothing. Oh uh that is Alfred. Alfred. Do Work. you do any different things?
2: Um yeah, I guess uh, probably my favorite thing in my setting is um, the way I deal with humans. Um they in fantasy there's this kind of like the classic tropes of fantasy land are that like humans like it's the age of man and humans are like they they have all the kingdoms and all the other fantasy races have their little weird places off in the corners of the map um Mm -hmm. or they're all in like massive decline and stuff like this yeah but i like having a world that's more metropolitan and um yeah and and so i kind of like i kind of just chopped that idea out and but also focused on um they have there's this other fantasy trope of humans being like the the race that is really varied right they have all of the you know they can do anything um
3: yeah
2: like pretty pretty well yeah um but i don't like i didn't have a so much of a problem with that like it's i think that that thing that idea work like i think one cliche works on its own um but i kind of decided to focus in on that um after removing other ideas so in my saying humans are kind of like everywhere um but they never they, they they're not really they don't really control everything they're anything they're kind of like half like half elves in the in, in in forgotten realms are kind of like how i picture humans okay because they don't have places of their own but they kind yeah. of fit in everywhere because they're they get on well with people and um mm-hmm but uh yeah and they kind of so they kind of have this and i kind of explore it, it it was also part of um i wanted to explain all of the like random like races interbreeding but not all races can interbreed in D. Um, um and so having a problem kind of, with
0: that first off um i would like to go in a fantasy world where everyone fucks everyone and produces weird <laughs> monster babies
2: Exactly, yeah. But yeah, so so I kind of like I kinda like kind of the route I went to was I mean slight like, not like not quite that, um, but like they they have a this like deity. The kind of patron human deity is also the kind of like the greater deity of travel and romance. Um Aww. and that deity can basically like grant they like the idea is that they grant like um any like any couple who this deity deems is like you know i don't know whatever true has their own their own weird like you know criteria um but like they will just kind of like gift a child of any two to any two people kind of thing or i guess multiple i haven't thought about that actually (laughs) um yeah and i just thought that tied tied them together really nicely because mostly most most like traditional half creatures are half human and um, I like the idea that, like, yeah, that they were linked, that it was kind of because of, because of this, like, divine, particular divine magic kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Now that you mention mentioned it, like, I, I wasn't thinking about that so much, but, like, I, it's kind of a thing in the, uh, in the game itself, I guess, that it seems like human, <laughs> now I'm thinking about it, it feels a little bit wish fulfillmenty, which I'm super into, that it seems to be, that... <laughs> everything is like oh you can you can have like two different races make like a third new race but it's always like humans that are able to do that which is excellent because that means that humans can do all the real fucking uh, and create a bunch of good monster babies but i'm just wondering about the implications of that i'm just like oh yeah humans are just like the ditto of the, the fantasy world <laughs> just throw them at people like eh, make something cool I guess just
1: leave them in a cupboard just to like and then after a <laughs> yeah. while you come back oh I have Don't seven human it. eggs for you
0: <gasps> new discussion is everything in D&D born from an egg if so <laughs> I say if so Ooh. because it is so because I've made it so that's excellent <laughs> Why is this podcast so horny? Like, <laughs> look, we're bad for being horny on Maine. We <laughs> just let it
3: happen.
0: <laughs> but yeah, okay, we. Yeah, it's either me or Emily up next. Yeah. Stop rolling under your keyboard, is my. Uh, Emily, that's you up. Oh, hello. Hi, Emily.
3: I like. I also like making humans not the coolest people, and <laughs> I like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's this. Uh. One game that I ran where I kind of was like, well, let's, uh, let's fuck over Tolkien a little bit. So (laughs) (laughs) I made like orcs, the kind of elvish, uh, equivalent. So my whole thing at the beginning was a
0: lie that you have some beautiful, graceful orcs around?
3: Yeah. Like I made orcs, like the keepers of books. And, uh, like, the most educated, because, like, there was some falling out, like, years ago, so elves have kind of become the lesser, like, uh, the more brutish kind of race. Um, just because I'm always, like, ah, elves are cool, and I always play half-elves, but I'm like, I (laughs) want to try something different. Uh, and then, like, dwarves became less rugged and more interested in the finer things, uh, cool. and hobbits, uh, hobbits are just weird, but in my, <laughs> my aim, they're,
0: they're just nightmares. It's fine.
3: Yeah. I made hobbits kind of like the default human ish thing. Oh, um, interesting. basically if, if the, the weirder you were, the more quote unquote human you were. So, okay. it, uh, because my characters usually type like to play more humanoid people. I'm like, okay, only hobbits are the most humanoid but you know, if you're a tiefling, people won't give you a second glance, but if you're human, people will. Okay. And that kind of made everything mm-hmm. a little bit more interesting, and they're like, oh, we're not the cool people anymore. All right. <laughs> and it also <laughs> made the players want to, like, not play humans, and they're like, okay, we'll try a dragonborn. <laughs>
0: yeah. See, yeah. I've, I've always been like, I don't know. I I don't know if it's just the people I play with, but... It, it's it's really weird, because, like, I don't know, I've I've never been with, like, a group that is so gung-ho about being humans. I mean, like, there's a lot of, like, be, thanks, thanks, Car, for being directly outside and revving your engine. That's real cool for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've never had people that want to kind of exploit the, like, all the many benefits of being human in D&D. Because, like, they're not as interesting. Like, you can't do a bunch of cool shit as a human. Mm. Like, you can, but... I don't know. You're not like a demon creature with horns. Why? <laughs> why bother?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 never experienced people. I, I've never had like a majority of human players yeah. in a game, and you know, like I'd be down. Um, yeah, I would. It would just probably be in a different setting. Um, mm. But well, well, I mean, it wouldn't have to. But like, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, I understand why humans uh i i like i i like fantasy books that are like you know the char- main characters are human kind of thing and mm-hmm. you know they're like i guess they're like more relatable in quotation marks yeah i don't know I but like. the yeah i don't know i like the i like the i like that that gives a feeling of like the familiar versus the unfamiliar like you know it's a very different thing to the metropolitan world that like i think we're all i think we all share that kind of that kind of world
3: yeah no, I, feel you. I think um, we all share a world where humans are are usually in, involved in I this mean... place called Earth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, I wasn't gonna call it out, but <laughs> 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 oh god! Um, but my dwarf neighbor, no, yeah, so no, no, no. At least for 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 me, for my world, like I've done, I've done a couple of things where I I've taken some severe liberties. I think the the one that um, springside most for me um i kind of turned around druids because like i i like one of the 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 girls in my group um plays a druid character um and is not super hippy dippy about it like when, when you think we think druids it's like oh we're gonna like we want to sleep up in the trees and talk to plants and animals kind of crap because that's what they're all about um which like I, I found it very interesting that she wanted to not be that Um, And so because of that, I was like, oh, well, why don't I just change the the druids in my world to to fit more that personality, I guess. Um, So I've made them, instead of like being like, "Ooh, we're all about the nature and the land and the shit. uh, I've made them so that they're kind of the defenders of the land. So um, in my world, there's like a bunch of tears in the fabric of reality that let you go to and from like, the other planes of existence and it's kind of on the the druids to close them up or at least maintain the ones that are open and so uh instead of like floating around being like the hippies of the forest they're more like regimented and yeah very yeah politically inclined because they're yeah they're a very very high honor to be uh to be a druid and in, in my world Um, which is, I don't know, I I think it's been very interesting. They are like Torchwood! (gasps) Oh, Sarah and chat! Oh, they are like Torchwood, aren't they? Okay, so I made Torchwood. (laughs) Accidentally. But, it still stands. It's very good. Um, but yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah, I think that it it was fun just to... Have something that w- I don't know. I, I really liked having something that was a bit different than the usual kind of tropes that you 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 want in a, in a or like you kind of default to in D anD. d Because yeah, I don't like yeah. What do you guys think? Like I I'm I'm a big fan of like like subverting those stereotypes just because I feel it can make it a little more interesting. Like probably excessive if you do it for every race and every class and everything, but. I don't know, like I've I've always found it a bit fun to change things up because I think it adds a little bit of a little bit of extra flavor to your world. But I said it creepy, so <laughs> look, I'm gonna make it creepy. It's it's
1: what I do. It's it's on brand.
0: It's on brand. See, like that's all I have to think about. If I'm making <laughs> it creepy,
3: it's cause I'm adhering
0: to the brand, not because I'm a go. weirdo. <laughs>
3: um, I like it. I think it's the most interesting hey. thing that you can do. I think it's also mm-hmm. a little bit easier after you've, play, after you've DM'd a session. I think it's always easy mm-hmm. to do the normal thing first just to kind of get acclimated and then see how everyone's been using the races and then do a little bit of research mm-hmm. on your own. I've been reading a lot of Neil Gaiman lately because I was just on a road trip good. and I was listening to his beautiful British voice. It was so I good. I love him. And uh, love the him. last book I listened to was Ocean at the End of the Lane, which was oh, so <gasps> good. Oh, it's so excellent. Oh, And the thing I really like about, uh, what he does is, um, if there's something that's other, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily evil. And just because someone is a protagonist doesn't mean that they're perfect or good. Yeah. Like, wholeheartedly. And I think the same thing goes for, like, the races in D&D. It's like, uh, orcs aren't evil. They just have a different set of goals than other people do, but everyone on the planet has a different set of goals. And when you start varying up what their role in your D&D campaign is, you start getting more interesting stories, because then you're not just viewing NPCs or player characters as races, you're viewing them as people. And that's Mm -hmm. Emily Kuklinski's Guide to Solving Racism. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: just just view people as (laughs) people we did it guys we did it (laughs) on this important earth-shattering podcast we solved racism i'm (laughs) so happy thank you where's my nobel peace prize please give me (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's in the mail certainly like um, back order (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah, we'll get there eventually. I'll be fine. I'm excited for like your acceptance speech. People who get the Peace Prize do an acceptance speech, right? Yes. Like they have I, imagine yeah. so, I would imagine that, right? Oh. Well, I'm excited to know what yours will be <laughs> and how many <laughs> puns are in it. Um uh, but yeah, you um <laughs> you were you were mentioning uh research um which reminds me uh uh alfred you were you were talking about about uh what i talk about like looking at historical things for for drawing inspiration for um like your fantasy crap (laughs) again (laughs) just sounds like i don't like the genre that's my favorite one but still yeah tell us about the fantasy crap
2: uh yeah no i just it's just something that i think is a really handy thing like um when it comes to the, the best way i think i think that people end up kind of rehashing cliches because you tend to refer to uh like pretty deriv like pretty like well-derived uh fiction like you know uh i don't know the the forgotten realm setting in D and like warcraft and mm-hmm. whatever like they they draw from so many sources of inspiration and those those sources draw from other sources and so on but like i think it's really useful to take um real world stuff um because it's it's basically just like going to a first-hand resource rather than like you know many many times removed but yeah i think you, you can get some really good stuff um i i i have a couple of books that i really like like um uh there's a, a book called medieval people which is like is like a really it's 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 kind of this it's um it's in the kind of field of social history where you, which is and and it's all about like putting the same amount of kind of time and effort into like researching an individual um as you would like you know a king or whatever mm-hmm. but like kind of just for everyday people and oh, that's cool certain merchants and send oh, yeah so it's yeah it's very cool oh i
0: like that yeah, a lot yeah. oh no oh no i like that so much <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah Aww. so that's medieval people by eileen power um but mm-hmm. there's a lot of um books that kind of do that and another book that i've been reading recently is um uh oh the time traveler's guide to medieval britain i think
0: i thought you were just gonna say the time traveler's wife i'm like i mean cool We can't go there but like we're on thin ice with the fantasy genre yes
1: <laughs> very different type of story we're weaving with that one
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. unless it's not anyway uh, but yeah, cool.
2: But, yeah, no. So yeah, it's the Time Traveler's Guide to Medieval England, um, and yeah, it's just it just has really nice like it takes you on like a really nice visual tour of what everything would like be like and like how people are living, yeah, um, in a really like accessible way. Uh, but yeah, I think you you get loads of really good i like good ideas of how to make things a lot more grounded. And yeah, and like there's uh, like you can take stuff from any period of history. Like there's a really good uh, I'll mention mention a an actual like RPG module now. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of Blood and the Chocolate.
1: No. I want to.
2: Uh, so Blood and the Chocolate uh, does, well, it does another thing actually, which I'll talk about in a bit, like just drawing from random other like fiction. Um, but it kind of takes the ideas of, um, uh, oh my God, what's that? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Graeme, for being there when I needed you. being there when I needed you most charlie and the chocolate factory and kind of like smashing it together with like uh i think the instead of the um oh whatever the guy's name is who runs the chocolate factory he (laughs) uh he it's like this uh woman who is the daughter of a spanish conquistador i think and they in this setting it's kind of like a quasi historical, like an alternate history setting okay um and she has like uh t- taken um uh, this magical like uh, cocoa bean tree um uh, back from the uh like Mexico i guess but yeah so it's it's just a really cool like they have all of this yeah like ideas of history being different if history if chocolate was discovered earlier and there's all <laughs> sorts of like crazy stuff where like uh they take um you know like all sorts of i don't know they reinterpret a lot of the tropes from charlie and the Cho- uh, the uh you know the like moments in charlie and the Cho- chocolate factory and <laughs> kind of make give them this more kind of grizzly <laughs> uh <laughs> slightly more horrific vibe as well as being a bit more kind of like historically inspired
1: more horrific like as in <laughs> more horrific than that thing in the tunnel because i ain't dealing with that <laughs> like <laughs>
0: there's nothing <Yeah>. more horrific <laughs> I challenge the world to find something more <laughs> horrific though. I still um, I
1: still can't watch that movie without being like okay I'm a little bit uncomfortable like, mm,
0: with it. <laughs> there's some kind of puppet shit happening here and I hate it. <laughs> Oh god. Um yeah, no that like I that kind of uh, cuz I am not that much of a, like a research buff. Um cuz I suck. Um okay, sorry. no, we have to address the chat again for Sarah telling us that <laughs> the, apparently the the tunnel part was her favorite part when Sarah, she was Sarah, what is a wrong kid. with you? Sarah, can, do you do you want to talk? <laughs> do you like do you need a shoulder to cry on? Because, like, is everything good?
3: Please show your
1: working. I'm worried for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: show your workings.
3: Oh, like God. So, sorry, I had oh, to let my yeah. dog pee. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh. A lot of. <laughs> Charlie the Chocolate Factory, the terrifying tunnel scene, there was a no, lot No, 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 that's my favorite part! I'm with Sarah. What? No!
2: I oh my God that scene.
3: That never fucked me over when I was a kid, I was there for it. I'm like, that what chicken getting decapitated? Talking? Don't know what that means, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> you guys need to be put in prison for jail prison criminals. I don't like
3: this. this no. This is horrific cinema oh, history what? defining moment in I my mean, in my mythology
0: yeah but like a lot of bad things happened in history that's the majority of history because <laughs> history don't make it good
3: huh i'm in the business of history let's take it from the top
0: <laughs> i am the most terrified <laughs> welcome friends to the part you know and love it's the middle of the podcast break check. oh shit no i've got other music things wait I've got a weird little instrument, it's called a kalimba, and I don't know how to play it, but it can sound like nightmares. That was great. <laughs> I'm glad I took the time to do this. <laughs> I'm I've lost my goddamn mind. How are you doing, everyone? Jesus Christ. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to Open Piper for coming on his first episode. He did fucking phenomenally. Oh, God. Like... He's already been hilarious so far in this episode. Until this point, I just need to tell you now: you've got a fucking buckwild road ahead of you that we go on. We got a very good journey. Uh, so yeah, I'm here to do the whole plugs thing. Uh, listen for more information at the end from each of the people. Uh, but just letting you know now, uh, Owen Piper's got some some good podcasts that you should listen to that he's a he's a part of. Uh, he does one called Think of the Children, where uh, they ruin or ah, ruin improve two sides of the same coin. They ruin slash and imp- ruin, prove, ruin, ruin prove. There's something there. Um, but they make your your childhood favorite things into different favorite things. And it's excellent. So you'll hear more about that at the end. Stay tuned. Um, But you can find that wherever podcasts are found. Uh, The other one that he's doing now is called Not Saving the Realm. It's very, very new. It just came out. The first episode just came out this week. It is an actual play D&D podcast. And again, you can find that wherever podcasts are. As always, Alfred's going to be around on his channel on Twitch, which is twitch.tv forward slash pennyblue. And you can always find me on twitch.tv forward slash a teacup gamer or a teacup gamer. I keep changing it, whatever. With Crit Chat, you can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. And on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat. And you can talk to us on there by using the hashtag crit chat or tagging us in your post or do whatever. Just talk to us. We're horrifically lonely. We had that one guy, Jason J.M. I also, I really like saying this username because it sounds like I'm just so dismissive, like, oh, we had that one guy, you know. Um, but that one guy, J.M., uh, pointed out that last week, both us, the Crit Chats, and uh, the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast both referenced Big Dick Energy and Danny DeVito in the same fucking week. And, like, I don't... There is some Twilight Zone shit happening there. I don't know what it is, but like, I like I'm pretty sure like there's some like rip in the time space continuum now and we put it there. But either that or both Big Dick Energy and Danny DeVito are just so present in everyone's mind at the moment. Like we all the world has a shared consciousness and we all just kind of accept Big Dick Energy and Danny DeVito as our lord and saviors. It will become abundantly clear as to why we did this later, but we did a goblin poll on, on Twitter last week, um, and you guys did not disappoint. You have continued to be the weirdest, horniest people, and thank you for, <laughs> for being a part of this podcast with us. If nothing else, you have found your weird, freakish brethren. We're all, we're all in this together, guys. Also, this isn't anything, but again, later on, you will see, you will there will be a time where we will be talking about something that it's just so heavily available to be fan arted. And I'm not gonna lie, I will be slightly disappointed if there is none out there at the end of it, because it's the most excellent visual that we've ever provided. Uh, other things with Critchat, you can find our Discord in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Go um, you and know, talk to us on there. And as I've mentioned a couple of times now, we've also got our Patreon. Uh, that kind of keeps the doors a swinging open uh, so that we can keep putting the podcast up on different platforms and we can keep doing all that good shit where we talk about the monsters and the stuff, you know? We've got ourselves another shout out this week, which happens when you donate at the pregnant centaur level because we're branding ourselves excellently. Uh, if you get yourself on that level, then you get a shout out on the show. Like the beautiful and angelic Sarah Meadon. this still does not excuse that you enjoy the tunnel scene. Oh no, shit, dicks. Oh, fuck, I've just realized that both of the people so far on the pregnant center level both enjoy that goddamn scene in the fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory film. This is a weird dystopian future that none of us were prepared for. Like, thank you so much for donating, but also holy Christ. If you want to find the show on other places, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud if you search CritChat, and you can give us a like there, a follow there, a comment there, a share there. It's a word-of-mouth podcast. We don't get people listening unless you guys talk about it. Like, I've talked about it to anyone that will listen, um, and they're frankly sick and fucking tired of it. So if you're not at that stage with your friends, then what are you doing? Why, why, why do you hate us? You can also find us on iTunes if you search Crit Chat under podcasts and leave us a five-star review for the five-star show. I'm getting out the kalimba again. If you do that, then you should leave a comment. That would be cool. Oh, that actually sounded kind of nice. I forgot how to do it now. Well, shit. <laughs> I've just lost my fucking mind. <laughs> Uh, other than that you can watch us live on Tuesdays at 5pm BST over on A Teacup Gamer or just listen to it, find us on podcast apps and shit every, every Saturday um just, I don't I, there's no warnings I can give you for the rest of the episode just listen and be horrified I'm sorry before that terrifying tangent I guess um, you know, the, the idea of, like, uh, researching and taking things from history, like, I, I love that more than anything. I think that that, um, a lot of it is, like, you know, I've, I'm a, I'm a Scottish woman. I love Scotland. Uh, we have, again, I'm, I'm very biased, but we have the best folklore and the best history that's just maybe ireland as well i I feel like i'll I'll let ireland have some of the credit but like we got this this is our thing um and uh one of my best friends uh does like that that's his um his major he's doing his phd on it and i i get to learn so much cool things about like scottish history and scottish um folklore and crap unfortunately a lot of it is um Lost because the English <clears throat> took all of our literature and burned it because they didn't I'm like sorry. us having
3: history. But that's cool. It's um. all your fault, Alfred. <laughs> At least you yeah. still have your
1: history. Like ours is just in the history of like racism. That's all we got.
0: <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah. So we um. It's just like so many like cool things that I really like. That um. It- it's fun seeing like Dungeons and Dragons things of scottish history like uh like the will-o'-wisps like will-o'-wisps are like one of my favorite things even though like seeing them in um in like the the monster battle and shit they're there's like oh these are like cute little lights sometimes they'll fuck you up but mostly they're just there to to guide your way i'm like no will-o'-wisps were there to like steal children from the forest and like have them murdered <laughs> that's what will-o'-wisps are here for um and yeah, I, I really like putting like little spins like that, like yeah, it's like taking taking some real life cool, like yeah, real life crap from it. I'm counting like yeah, folklore is real life because you can't fucking prove it's not.
3: it, <laughs> I guess. Have you ever seen the uh, secret, oh. the secret of Kells? The secret of what it's a movie? The secret of Kells. No. Oh. What the Oh ones? God. Uh, it's all about uh, the Book of Kells, the Irish Catholic book. Oh, uh, yeah! It's yeah. an animated, very stylized, and anim- it's a, it's a beautiful movie. It has uh, oh, Mad-Eye Moody. What's his name? It's not Donald oh, Donald Gleason, but it's his dad, Donald Gleason. Hi. I think. I'm googling furiously. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> furiously Google cool for me, thank you. And it has it, it like has wisps in it. It has uh, yeah. Irish. Like, it, it has, like, a lot of Irish history in it. It's oh, it, it's just really pretty. And the same people, the same animation company is, like, making it its mission to, like, tell all of these really uh, personal identity stories with countries. So, like, the last one was The Breadwinner. And I think uh-huh. that one took place in the Middle East. And it was gorgeous. And they, ah, oh, watch it. Let me be a film nerd okay. and just tell you.
0: Do I'm, it! I'm I'm here for it. Oh, we've also got okay. There's another recommendation of this of Song of the Sea. Is oh, that's good oh, too. Have awesome. it heard
3: Oh, good oh pardon so, me so as I just die of joy. What's that one? I'll just Google it. it. I'm gonna die if I explain everything to you, Ismay. Like, <laughs> I, mean, if I can't I,
0: Google it. I'm in the middle of a podcast,
3: Emily. Hold on. <laughs> like Emily, it's not. I'm in the
0: middle of it's not bothersome Podcast.
3: at all. Let me just type it in for you. But, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh, my, oh it's, about, it's about a selkie little
0: girl. <gasps> selkies are also one of my favorite yes. things. I just love selkies. <laughs> um, I love, like, selkies are one of my favorite things as well. Like, because, like, there's the two kind of different... St- well, there's a couple different selkie stories. Because, like, there's the ones where either, like, people that have been lost at sea and come back, and they're like, oh, look, I'm a, I'm, I'm your, I'm your long-lost husband, and I love you. Um, and it's nice to see you again. Or, they come, and they're like, oh, I'm your long-lost husband, and I love you, and they're actually not, they're just a monster, and they
3: grab you and drag
0: you into the sea and drown you. And I like those ones better, but, you know. (laughs) I fucking love old folklore. Uh, which is, yeah, it's one of those things, like, I think, like, a lot of shit like that has been taken by, like, d d and, like, just fantasy things in general. And they've been, like, changed, which is, like, really cool. But it, I don't know, I find it endlessly interesting that the kind of norm that you think of with certain, like, fantasy creatures, like, in the original folklore, they were entirely different. Mm. Not necessarily always, like, oh, in the... The revised version, they are nicer, or like sometimes they're like they're monsters in the nicer version when like they were kind of cool in the older version, um which is awesome. And I just, I just like, I just like fantasy history, guys. <laughs> it's just yeah, no, it's cool. really
2: cool. Uh, the, I think there's, I, 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 I know. I, I guess I don't know if it's a part to recommend a podcast in the middle of another. Podcast. <laughs> eh, fuck it, do whatever. I'm just
3: like, a, what the fuck a, else uh, am I doing here? What else? <laughs>
2: but there's a pod- podcast called the spirits podcast i think it is um mm-hmm. where um it's all about like uh going over old uh folklore pretty much but there's some really crazy stuff like there's this uh creature uh who is like she looks like a woman but she is like she has like like really dark eyes and like hooves and she's like a deer uh-huh. woman oh yeah the deer woman it's she's called the deer woman <laughs> i remember now it's complicated naming <laughs>
1: structure for that
2: one
0: i know I was like chat. Uh, <laughs> it took him a whole afternoon for that one but
2: uh yeah but she yeah it's like a it's a really yeah she's i don't know she's interesting it's an interesting podcast yeah and definitely full of these kind of things like selkies selkies are awesome and i am looking at song of the sea now and also i just discovered through song of the sea that there's a celtic goddess called matcha almost like the tea and now i'm gonna have a goddess of tea <laughs>
0: oh that's excellent oh, learning. This. like yeah no I'm so mad that my pal's not like around for this one like he's gonna listen to this episode later and be endlessly mad like he's been on before uh, it's uh, Robbie that's been on he will listen to this later and then be mad at me because I've been wildly inaccurate with uh, Scottish history <laughs> but you know what that's how that's how stories are made everyone being wildly inaccurate about shit and then eventually something cool comes of it <laughs>
1: Speaking of like weird folklore creatures, I had a player once who was describing something that I'm convinced he stole this from somewhere, mm-hmm. but I couldn't prove it at the time. But like he in, he said, "Oh, I was DMing a game once, and like there was he he made up a monster for something, and all I remember it was a tree that ate swords and then grew the swords out what? as branches and then used that to eat people. And then, I I can't remember the specifics of it, or remember he eight swords, and it was called like an Iron Blood <laughs> Tree or something." And it was the raddest thing I've ever heard of, but I'm convinced he stole it. So, <laughs> if, if anyone could find a tree that eats swords in some weird, obscure fucking mythology somewhere, please let me know, because I'm convinced and I need to dunk on this guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this dunk has been a long time coming, but...
1: <laughs> it's been like four months, but I finally got the evidence for you.
0: <laughs> The implication that like you're just like, yeah, this guy couldn't have fucking come up with this on his own. He's a damn shit. (laughs) Like
1: I didn't say that. You might have thought (laughs) it, and I might have meant that, but that's not what I said.
3: (laughs) Um. Oh, that's so good. Oh, um, so I'm I'm a wee bit Polish and one of my favorite things was something my dad told me, and uh it was like oh god. It was like when the Soviets were kind of governing Poland and mm-hmm. the Polish as kind of like a uh, fuck you would start like painting dwar- uh, uh, dwarves all around mm-hmm. as a sign of resistance. So like there's like a dwarf <gasps> statue or like one of them's on a fucking motorcycle. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And, so uh, they would just like graffiti them all around like this one city. And I'm like, oh my God. I need revolutionist dwarves in my campaign. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! Oh shh.
2: The most literal that. underground movement.
3: Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, I think the podcast's over. There's no more we can do from there.
3: <laughs> That's so good. And there's they so have there's a website dedicated to these Polish dwarves and a map. I'm sorry what? Yeah, there are 165 of these dwarves. I'll send you a link. But googling Polish one...
1: dwarves is not going to give me what I want, is it?
3: Ah, uh,
0: there's I mean, one it's playing a guitar wearing something sunglasses. sexual. So I don't know. It might yeah. come up with what you want. Like... Oh, it has.
1: Okay, it's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucking. They all oh, have yeah. legends
1: attached to them. That's fucking <gasps> rad. Yeah.
0: So it's, yeah, it's not that long. So they just like. We've got some like recent dwarven history which is super cool.
3: Let me tell you about my people that's the most excellent (laughs) trap. Oh apparently they're
0: still finding more of them around. That's so cool. Uh, so, just. just We could take things. a break for a
1: minute just to talk about these dwarves, just to look at these fucking dwarves. Yeah.
0: I'm like, we, we've kind of we've fucked up. Like, I don't know what, like, where it started, but we've turned into a. It, like, it's like, well, we've just kind of started Googling shit. And now that's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know what else is some cool shit?
1: That's my influence, <laughs> I apologize. That's how I do all my podcasts.
0: <laughs> just Google shit most of the time. and like, Meh. It's like, Google along with me. A Google deep dive podcast. TM, 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 Ismay. Google Mm. deep dive podcast, that's mine. Everyone else can suck it. (laughs) But then you you made us bring this up, Alfred. Like, yeah, taking things from from history. Like, even, like, pretty recent history that you can use in in games to kind of, like, subvert things. Because, yeah, dwarves are not necessarily the most revolutionary of characters, I would say, normally. Like, they're pretty, like, they're known as, like, stuck in their ways and doing, you know, same exact thing every year, every day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but then Poland yes. was just like, nah they're, a, <laughs> they're a cool revolutionary babe so. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I I I I really do recommend like the history like r- just checking yeah. out random history books though out of libraries and like um cuz I really I I only started kind of looking into it recently and then just I don't know. There are just so many incredible books, like a, a book on the history of Ga- of Afghanistan, which is insane, and mm. uh, the um, and a book all about the yeah the Spanish in conquistadors and their their interactions with the nat- like you know South Americas and like it, it. There are so many insane stories that I just have never heard. Mm. Uh, like I don't know, I like I haven't read fiction or fantasy that has like really clearly drawn from a lot of like most of the stuff right Mm -hmm. so i think it's a huge vein that um exists out there
0: yeah oh that's cool (laughs) yeah like i feel yeah i want to do that a little bit more like it's there's there's a couple of things on the show when we give advice that we're like oh yeah this this will make your games easier or like It's like, it's hard to DM and like, it takes a lot of time. So like, do these things and it'll make it take a lot less time. This is more like, (laughs) hey, are you a hardcore fucking nerd asshole? Spend most of your time looking up weird history of countries you've like, only Uh, ever dreamed of. Why, why, yes.
2: Yes, I am. (laughs) Right? It's like,
3: the best advice I ever got was in my my freshman English class uh, in, in school or in college and my teacher told me or told the class like yeah anyone can write like a love story anyone can write uh like a coming of age story but the more research you put into it the richer the story will be and that's what sets you apart from everybody else and from that moment on I'm like oh you're right because the stuff (laughs) that I enjoy the most is like Oh, I know that someone put a lot of thought into this, and they weren't just saying "Hi, I like your face. I like your face." Is that obvious?
0: I know, like, like, um, that's I'm, how I'm I've sorry. <laughs>
3: like,
0: um, maybe have to look at my relationships. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> having other things in common, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's one of the the main things that I really liked. Um, when yeah, when talking about uh, kind of subverting fantasy tropes, because even if you just do one thing that's different than from like the kind of established rules of fantasy, it makes the world so much. It, it makes it feel a lot more like in depth and a lot more thought out. Even if it is genuinely just one thing that's different, because then people will like attach to that and be like, oh, it's not like everything else. Even though it mostly is, because you've got like a job to go to and you can't create fantasy from like square one kind of thing
1: um if like me and you can't read um there's, there's other <laughs> things you can do kind of like i i find the like ways to flesh stuff out mm-hmm. it's just play other games Like mm-hmm. i oh, I, yeah. I know we talk about D and a lot and but like the fantasy shit is like hard coded into dungeons and dragons like you can't like you can change stuff but a lot of that is you're not going to get it from just reading the dmg or whatever they will yeah. they'll, they will prompt you with things like you know Elves city. Elves live in forest. Human live city. Mm-hmm. Tieflings are underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like, you know, go out, play Stars Without Number, play whatever, play some other weird, obscure games. I played this weird anime game, an anime fucking RPG once, and it it made me appreciate Ice Monsters a lot more than I thought I would because I never considered that as a possibility before. So just okay. like playing playing more games, I feel just widen your scope, just yeah. somewhat. Mm-hmm. i know that's like a fairly obvious suggestion for everything like the wider your scope is the more you're going to draw mm-hmm. from the more you can put in
0: yeah.
1: i don't really know where i'm going with this tangent oh no no but... like i
0: said like no that, that that's like j like i love that like in the same way the tieflings are underappreciated like yeah games are very underappreciated as like a way to get like ideas i guess like we, we have definitely talked in the past about certain games like uh like dragon age as i look at my tattoo <sighs> on my arm uh and other shit like that of like yeah like skyrim where you've got a lot of things there but yeah there's a lot of games that you can draw a lot of really cool stuff from that
1: I, create oh, so was, video games yeah so i was talking about about like rpgs oh, as well oh yeah like if you like can get yeah, the people yeah if you can get other... people together do that because yeah. it's it's it is worth doing that yeah, yeah. even if it's just little things like if i found like even the littlest things like just change the starting monsters in your first cave from kobolds mm. to something like those fire newt things from volos like yeah. even if it's something as small as that they'll be like oh it's not goblins or, or kobolds <laughs> i fucking love me some goblins i love me some goblins <laughs> but i don't want to use them all the time so just little things like that can make a world feel a little bit more thought out and not rote paint my numbers fantasy which mm-hmm. i think is quite important.
0: I don't know why. I don't think that we've had such vocal like appreciation and love of goblins. <laughs> goblins art. are
1: fantastic, right? I will fight. <laughs> they're just little. They're just little guys. They just want to eat food and just fucking live in forests with their boxes. Let them get on with things. God. <laughs> he
3: just gobbles up goblins.
1: What have they ever done to anyone? You'll 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 dunk me for hating on bards, but like I'm I'm about to dunk on you for the goblin for the goblin hate, right? <laughs> Cobolds so Kobold, are cooler because they're dragons. I don't care, right?
0: You <laughs> oh my god! This is like I don't think I've like we've had any pure, pure, unadulterated rage on this show yet, and I'm so happy that this is where it came in as a sweet fuck you, goblins. <laughs> goblins are forever. They're
1: so underappreciated. Everyone hates them. It's just <sighs> it upsets me.
0: <laughs> oh my god! The new the new fantasy trope that we're gonna smash is just gonna be like a a bunch of heroic goblins. I oh no, you god. joke.
1: I would I would totally run a game if if all the players said we all want to be goblins. I'd be like, fuck yes, you can oh do that. God. Let's do this oh, yeah. so two year campaign.
3: I'm thinking of like doing in my head. I'm like planning this out, right? Like everyone's a goblin, and it's just this really sad story about how they're hardworking, good good boys. And then it's not this... Soviet. It's just like it's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of like a really fun campaign where everyone's like goblins, like and they and maybe the goblins win for once, man. Maybe they don't all get killed by random adventurers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and adventurers are just fuckboys that you run into every once in a while.
1: What yeah, they just turn you? up and then they're like, oh, wait, we didn't realise that one of you goblins was like a warlock and you could summon swords from the ether. I'm out. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. it's just yelling, it's not Soviet. It's just... That's tickled me right good. Oh, my God.
1: When did you want to make a very Soviet goblin campaign? I guess you can. It's racist and I won't put up with it. But... I'm going to some strongly worded emails from me.
0: take over the podcast i need to find a <laughs> tissue i'm crying my job's
1: done here i've I've done my two <laughs> jokes i've done my i've done my bit about bards i've pissed off i've pissed <laughs> off everyone in the chat i'm done
0: that's <laughs> oh, so excellent holy shit i just oh my god now i'm like we're, we're still like doing kind of conceptual things for the Curse of Strahd. I'm like, hey guys, do you all just want to like change so all your characters are goblins? Because I don't <laughs> want your like pleb characters anymore. I just want my. Oh, I'm a fucking goblin pleb. <laughs> <blend. laughs> <laughs>
1: Only real min maxes play goblins, yeah.
3: <laughs> I want to play a goblin oh who just God. collects <laughs> buttons. And his name is Futone. <laughs> oh. <Aww. Aww. laughs> See, that's why I love goblins. No, I'm
1: not doing this because I, I, <laughs> do, I could fill a whole podcast about goblins.
0: Oh god! I'll put I'll put a goblin episode
1: just on the books, so
2: and will If you could, I like, will. Oh yes, really I think,
1: appreciate that.
0: Like, I can we can we that. can we
2: do episodes like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> instead oh. of having it featured around like something to give advice about, just like let's <laughs> <Like>, just talk <laughs> about goblins for an hour.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about the other day. I was just like like i re- like i love giving advice i love the advice giving thing of the podcast but what happens like when we run out of advice i'm like no ismay you know what you've already run out of advice you didn't have any advice in the first place if we're gonna be honest with ourselves <laughs> what we're gonna do is just talk about cool fantasy creatures probably give put them like give them a number on the fuckability scale and Goblin to about- <laughs> a 10
1: i'm just putting that out there i was
2: i knew that was coming i knew that was coming <laughs>
0: I'm like you're. You're gonna find out that I'm gonna be like a 9.5 kind of girl because there's always room for improvement. True, awesome.
1: except for goblins because they are perfection.
0: <laughs> except for goblins, don't step up at me, bitch.
1: <laughs> Do not catch me with that cobalt shit. I will fight you in the
3: street. Oh my! Do not koboldly into that oh. night. That's just a <laughs> stupid one. I'm sorry. I just I, I, I need to fill time quota, and I'm I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I give I give her like like, a, a number to, at the start of each episode,
3: like, minimum and maximum. And just, roll a,
1: like... just, just roll a d60, yeah. and that's, that's your goal.
3: Yeah. Uh... We were just having too much fun, I needed to throw a pun in just to be like, guys, we need to stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I needed to just stop all that enjoyment in its tracks. I feel like I've sufficiently
1: oh. derailed this podcast now, so... <laughs>
0: I mean the the idea that we have ever been on a rail the, in the first place. I like I like to imagine that like I don't know if we're the sandbox of podcasts. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: we, we we definitely start with some i think we start with some rail i think that we we start with like an establishing shot of us all jumping onto the crit chat train and there's like the the, the shot is framed so that you can only see like a bit of track in front and then it starts driving and then it just fuck it goes straight off immediately there's no more rail
1: it's trying to desperately build rails underneath us as we go but then i'm down in the end of like goblins and it just goes fucking off the, off the cliff
0: also just just putting that out there a uh, fat artist out there we've got a call to arms <laughs> <laughs> crit chat rail. Oh, no. I love it. In case anyone wants to hop off the train now, there's definitely just going to be a point where this podcast devolves into no no actual advice. Just people fucking around talking about monsters. We'll
3: change it to, like, kink chat, where we just talk about our kinks <laughs> with monsters. Like, Oh, my mm.
0: god. My goblin chat, yeah, boy. Crit chat after dark.
1: Joe, we <laughs> mm. could, we could fill several podcasts with that content. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> yeah there you go. Like, th- th- yeah, there'll be a point where maybe-, maybe we start now and we just start like peppering them in so that it's not such a stark transition where we just <laughs> stop with the pretense of advice because it's been coming for a long time. <laughs> uh, like, since-, since we first, one of us opened our mouths and we're like, oh, well, demons are fuckable or we can't stop fucking demons. That that's when it was the beginning of the end. We found a shared common interest, <laughs> and it wasn't just running D and D games. God, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to start wrapping up. Um, I don't know, God, do we do we do like let's a part try to where, wrap up? <laughs> I know, I'm like, do we do a part where we try and start giving advice? Well, oh no, there, there's a good there's a good plug. Well, we're gonna have our Patreon, so if anyone uh, at any level. Uh, start donating to the patreon you can get some actual fucking advice (laughs) because we realize we get derailed in the show so we pack up all of our nice good advice that we are supposed (laughs) to talk about but don't and we give it to you on the patreon so the patreon is for people who came to this show actually wanting any any like actual help so go go over there it'll be fun um but yeah so let's just wrap up with our all the other shit we normally do uh alfred do you want to uh go over plugs for us
2: <laughs> sure um <laughs> uh twitch.tv slash pennyble for all for hanging out with me and stuff um i've started streaming again recently and we'll be playing some study valley
0: at some point uh, oh yeah
2: when are we doing that yeah we need to
0: yeah we'll figure it out but, but yeah <laughs> i can
2: probably do it on Wednesday.
0: my my people will message Wednesday? your people i guess
2: we're both here right now i mean sure
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah no okay so yeah we'll make that tomorrow this wednesday we could do that <laughs> that'll be fun. there's gonna be stardew valley tomorrow so go over to alfred's stream for that or my stream for that but whatever are there any, oh yeah no you've been you've been on like a bit of a hiatus because you've been you've been in the middle of moving huh yeah
2: yeah but you know i'll be back soon
0: back soon tm <laughs> tm 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 Okay, we'll get there. Um, uh, oh, and Hello. you also yes. have things for us.
1: I have things to plug. I run two podcasts now because apparently I thought that mm-hmm. ah, fuck you need sleep. <laughs> 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 I just launched a D and D actual play podcast. It's called Not Saving yes. the Realm. It's not on iTunes yet because it literally went up this morning. <laughs> amazing! <laughs> but I'm Ooh, really proud. Ground we're, floor. We're ready. Yeah, you can get in right. We, you you oh, can yeah, get in right floor. on the ground floor. Get a construction hat. It's happening. Um, yeah, it's called Not Saving the Realm um, There's links all over my Twitter Which is at the Owen Piper. Um I run another podcast called Think of the Children in which we try and do fun Weird shit to um, TV shows And movies from your childhood And ruin them in a dark profane ritual um, So far we've like made Matilda into an edgy crime serial um, I think we just did an episode of it here By fucking just talking about goblins for a bit So that was fun I mean, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you can find that at totc cast on twitter as well i think that's all my plugs
0: awesome. that's me oh, done yeah, i've i'm so max like i like i've seen i've seen you post about it so often but like i've got like a million other podcast podcasts to listen, so don't, about it. about yeah. don't worry about it it's oh, fine don't worry about it oh no <laughs> This isn't me making excuses. I'm just like, I just want to listen to it so bad is my main thing. It sounds ex- like I'm all about taking good, wholesome shit and making it into monstrosities. Like, that's all I'm about in my day-to-day life. Oh, though, we do have hashtag save the Bards against you still. But...
1: Right, well, okay. Well, that's the cru- that's, that's the curse I have to bear for the rest of my fucking life online. So we'll, we'll make... As well I mean... as the goblin fucker. So I guess mean, we'll just have to fucking deal with that. As well, it happens,
0: last week I, I confessed my dark desire for Phil from Hercules, and now people no, are saying me Danny DeVito. The ap-
1: Cancel the outro.
0: What? <laughs> oh, you have to listen to last week's episode. See, that's how I get people to listen. I to I saw my Danny DeVito
1: podcast. in the show notes, and so I was like, "That can't be what I think it is, right?" I
0: don't want to uh, find Danny DeVito mostly. <laughs> nah, what
1: does she do? <laughs>
0: just for the shits and gigs you know like what a story it would be
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what a t-shirt
0: <laughs> i fucked out into veto and all i caught was this lousy shirt <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, Jesus we H. all Christ. have to live with the shit we say on the internet <laughs> oh. i said i was
1: into vore on my fucking DD podcast and that is a thing i said online and the people can clip and edit now <laughs> I'm not. Okay, now it's on you to two make this podcasts. incredibly, yeah, to make it incredibly, podcasts, nah. incredibly clear that, that is not the case.
0: You, you just, heard it here. You oh, it what you say? He's into board. <laughs> no. I mean, I. You know that I'm editing this. I can take out all the parts where you say, "No, I'm not into board.
2: <laughs> and I can clip you together so that you say,
0: <laughs> "I'm super into board. Like a fun
1: soundboard. I like
0: that. <laughs> Always oh, happening now. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah. As long as you can song. find me on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <gasps> just the end of it, then just a- yes. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can always find me on a teacup gamer on Twitch, um, or on like d- Twitter and Instagram and all that shit. Um, I play games. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, I sometimes play games with F, Emily, like you heard before. We do some Stardew Valley. Um, I, I, I've Found my new renaissance of uh, point and click adventure games because I love the stupid idiot logic that you deal with with them. I like the idea that I look at a banana and I'm ob- I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to give that to a person who's going to train me for magic beans and the magic beans I'm going to make a car fly. Point and click <laughs> adventure games are buck wild and I love them. Um, so yeah, if you if you enjoy Pointing Clicks too, come over to my channel and we'll have a good time. Um, you can also, but for Crit Chat, you can find us on Twitter at crit underscore chat and talk to us there uh, by tagging us and that or using the hashtag crit chat, all one word for that one. Uh, you can also find us on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash crit chat. That one's all one word, uh, where we see the weird shit that we post um, and yeah, like polls and like those, like, fun, what, what, uh, what D&D character are you games? Shit like that, you know, whatever. Um, you can also find us, uh, on our Patreon that I mentioned earlier that helps us, the helps support the show, helps us, like, be able to know what our analytics are and keep the podcast rolling so I don't fall into a pit of destitution. Um, good shit like that Uh, whenever you're listening you can go into the description To find our Discord channel To join in when we're chatting about things As well as the link to our SoundCloud Where you can listen to and download previous episodes As well as giving us a like there and a follow there And sharing us from there Uh, you can also find us on iTunes by searching CritChat And podcasts and leave us a five star Review for this five Star show I thought maybe if I sung it people would actually do it this time Um uh- <laughs> <laughs> you can also comment on it there, too, if you want. I didn't sing that one, so no one's going to do it. But yeah, also, yeah, if you want to watch us live, then we are here on A Teacup Gamer every Tuesday at 5 p.m. GMT. Until then, I have been Ismay. I have been, been Emily. Oh, no! <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Second week in a row. You said it be so alphabetical. Strong. I had a plan. One more okay. game. One more game. <laughs> I've been Ismay. I've been Alfred. I've been Emily.
1: I'm Owen Piper. The Goblin Fucker. And I'm Intervore.
0: You've been listening to Crit Chat. See you later, nerds. <laughs> Join us live on Twitch Tuesdays at five PM on a Teacup Gamer.